Hello, my name is Jude Blanchett. I'm the Freeman Chair in China Studies at CSIS, and I'm delighted to be joined by partner in crime, uh, John Delury, who is the Professor of Chinese Studies at Yonsei University. Today, we're going to be talking about the past, present, and future of the Communist Party of China. John, over to you. Yeah, Jude, this is great. Um, I think the first question here for us, for my question for you, is uh, you know the speech. It's the talk of the town. What is your takeaway on Xi Jinping's speech, and maybe more generally, just on the the party that the party threw for the hundredth birthday? Yeah, I think it's 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 difficult to to ask how a speech landed when you're not the intended audience. And of course, I think a lot of us uh, outsiders were really focused on the the line about the Great Wall of Steel, and and I think. Unfortunately, a lot of the conversation descended into whether or not the, the correct rendering is open your skull and bleed or, or whether the, the Xinhua translation of, of collision course. But, but I think nonetheless, the speech felt to me like probably the most succinct summary of what I would call actual existing Xi Jinping thought, that this is really a lot of the threads that she has been has been pursuing over the course of 10 years, whether these are specific uh, agendas around national security, poverty alleviation, or this much more muscular national nationalist approach to international affairs, um, really came together in, in one cohesive speech that I think can be seen as really a, a, a the posture for, for China's agenda moving forward. You think um, this, uh, this goes first in the the follow-up volume to Xi Jinping's Governance of volume China. Volume four of, of, of governance. But actually, that's a good, you know, with that in mind, John, maybe what I can ask you is, you've done a, a really in-depth study of, uh, along with Orville Schell, of ideas that animate intellectual discourse and political discourse in China stretching back a century and a half. So, you know, in, in your reading of the speech and a lot of the key themes about um, what simplistically seemed like wealth and power for China. Uh, how much resonance did you see in Xi's speech and, and some of these older ideas that, that animated the party over the better course of a century? Yeah, well, so wealth and power is in there. Um, and uh, that's no surprise. I mean, it's not hard to find. Uh, Xi's re his specific repackaging is rejuvenation. You know, that's his um, buzzword, and he hits that really hard in this speech. There's also there's one or two interesting moments where I see him grasping a little bit for what's after power, which yeah. intrigues me. There's a strange phrase about beautiful, um, you know, prosperous, strong, and a beautiful uh, China, that's something actually uh, uh, Abe Shinzo tried to do, you know, this beautiful Japan and strong Japan. So I do think, you know, she is maybe at a point where he's looking beyond the horizon of not only are we recognized as wealthy, not only are we seen as powerful, but there's some third component to it. So that what but but I see only hints of that, yeah. um, you know, showing a little leg, but not really developing anything um, in the speech. I'd be curious, Jude, you did this great piece for foreign affairs um, that uh, that we've all been studying. Um, it's a good it's a good issue on on China's rise, uh, its implications. You wrote about Xi's urgency. Um, so could you kind of lay that out as far as you you have this notion of a timeline that's driving him um, and and how you think that's working? Did you see that play out in in the speech? Yeah, so just the 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 sense of urgency to me 
it became clear when you look at the actual timeline on, on, on a whole host of policies that China is putting in place under Xi. So the, the year 2035 to me is far more relevant to policymaking and as a driver and shaper of policy than is, you know, this idea of 2049 and this, this you know, sort of century strategy that, that Xi Jinping is, is implementing. So it feels very much more like a sprint than a, uh, than, than a marathon. Um, and I think that that element of time has not often been appreciated. Instead, it's about kind of, you know, big, broad, important, but broad ideas of sort of, you know, Xi's agendas about rejuvenation. But day to day, you know, these guys put their pants on one leg, one leg at a time. And, and rejuvenation is about as coherent a framework for policy as freedom is here in the United States. It's a buzzword, right. but it doesn't actually put put flesh on. Um, and so, no, I think this 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 speech. You know, the urgent agenda, um, I, I, I think, doesn't resonate or wouldn't be the public face of what Xi Jinping would trying to be fo- put forward. Instead, he wants to be seen as this kind of master strategist um, who is looking to, as you say, rejuvenate and put China at, at the center. 